Welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hi, it's Monica. And today on the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast, I'm talking with Juan Hernandez. Juan is a runner from Southern California, just like your local Monican. So we've done a lot of the same races around the area. And we have both done the Marine Corps Marathon. So we talk about that a lot. I loved that race, and it is a super special race to Juan. It's his favorite race because when he was 19 years old, he enlisted in the Marines, and in 2004, he was deployed to Iraq. It was a very violent time there, and the stress of combat wore on him. One day, he decided to run the perimeter of the base he was stationed at in Ramadi, and that decision to use running and exercise as an outlet probably changed his life. He did two tours in Iraq where he lost brothers and got injured himself. And now he credits running with helping him cope with PTSD and get physically healthy. He has done a ton of work. It's not just the running. He has done therapy, which he talks about freely, and really has a very grateful, positive outlook on life. And I have just super enjoyed talking to him. And I think he is very positive and open and honest about all of these things, which I really appreciate. So if you want to follow him on Instagram and, or you want to see pictures, cause he sent me a ton of pictures, check out the show notes at runningrepeat.com and I'll have more information there and resources. If you are interested in the Semper Fi fund, which he talks about as well, but let's get to it and talk to Juan. Hi, Juan. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on the Run It Repeat podcast today. I am super excited that you have been so open with me about your running and your experience with the Marine Corps and your races and kind of how you approach training. So I know you've done a ton of races, but how did it all get started? How did you first start running? By 2004, I was uh, already deploying to Iraq. So I had turned 20. Um, I was already deploying to Iraq. So we, we deployed to Aramadi and it was like a hot zone. I mean, it was, it was bad back then. Uh, 2004 was when it was, everything was just out of control out there. So, um, I would hit the gym. I would try to do things that would kind of just keep my mind out. And then, um, one day we li- we were in a pretty decent sized camp, Camp Ramadi. And, um, I just, one day I decided to go, I threw on my tennis shoes and decided to go for a run. And then even though it was kind of crazy because I was running like the perimeter of our base. So I was, I wanted to see something. I wanted to see just, I guess, like see the, see the outside of town from a different perspective. Not when I was doing patrols and stuff. So I would run and I would see like the kids and stuff and. You know, I knew that I was kind of like putting myself at danger out there. It was just, I would run like, I think it was, it was, it was probably like a good half hour, 35 minutes to do the, to do the base that we had. I would run around, just make pretty much my own little course or whatever. And then I try to do that on the daily. I, I, I say it was a good three miles or whatnot. No, it wasn't much. I wasn't running too fast. To go all the way around it? Yeah, to go all the way around. And then um, even we we were um, doing convoys all over the place. So then um, 
even when we would when we would hit um like other bases or whatever, I would hit the treadmill or just the weights and you know just I think it was not more to like staying in shape. It was more like staying just like mentally like stable, you know. Like I I would throw all my let's say uh, all my confusion and all my stress out on the treadmill, out on the road when I was running, out on the weights. So I did a little bit of everything. Well, in 2000, that was 2004, um, you know, we saw a lot of action, uh, many, I mean, everything, firefights, um, mortars, IEDs on, I want, I'm not going to say on the daily, but weekly, hitting IEDs on the road, I mean, and just stuff like that just kept on building up, building up, by building up. By the time that I left, I was just like, the only thing that would help me out was running, running, running. Once I got back, I got out in 07. And from 07 to 2012, that's uh, five years. I I would run here and there, but I put on some weight. Probably put on a good, uh, I don't know, I want to say 40 pounds, 45 pounds. And I was just in bad shape. My sister actually said, you know what, I'm going to sign you up for a half marathon. She was doing them back then. And she did. She signed me up for, I believe, was uh, one of the Beach Cities one. I think it was, um, I think it was Surf City. Was that your first race or had you raced it? That was my first, that was my first official race was, uh, was uh, Surf City. And I didn't, like, I trained, but I, I trained, I made my own schedule, like, I, I dedicated myself to it, but I made my own schedule. And then after that, that's when I liked it. You know, I liked the metal. And then after that, everything just took off pretty much. Like, I, I realized, man, like, I, I actually like running. I had treadmills at work, have a gym at work. So it was just so easy for me to train. I mean, it, obviously, it takes dedication, but it, I mean, I had to everywhere. So, and then I joined this veteran organization, the Semper Fi Fund. And they said, uh, well, if, if you want to run, we'll pay for all your, um, all, they saw the dedication. So as they said, if you want to run, we'll pay for, uh, for all your race fees. So, oh man, they didn't need to tell me twice, but it was actually through, um, veteran suicide awareness program, uh, which is, uh, here in Southern California, nonprofit. It's, uh, it's an organization that, you know, promotes well veteran suicide. So they, you know, they're, they're against it and, it's it's a good organization nonprofit and we we actually uh we had like we had a walk from Pomona to um from Pomona to Riverside National Cemetery and that's a walk that they do yearly for uh they do yearly for Memorial Weekend. So then it takes you know, it, it takes a crazy marine to say, you know what, they walk it, I'm gonna run it. So I contacted the uh the organizer and you know, got all the details and I was like, Oh, it's like thirty six point something miles. I said I want to run it, so then she ended up um, working with me. Uh, I had a I had a safety vehicle lined up and stuff like that, and then I had two other Marines that wanted to join me. Uh, two of my buddies that um, that do races with me, so it was a total of four of us that ran 37 miles. It took us a long time. It took us like 10 hours, <laughs> but um, man, it was it was just. I do I do every race for a medal, you know, and for the pride, but this one was just for like it was it was more than that, you know? It was yeah. uh it was more like, you know, I ha I've had veteran friends that 
that have committed suicide. Every veteran that, that does a march, that walks or runs, they actually, they do it for another veteran that has committed suicide. I've been in a, you know, I'm not gonna lie. I've been, I've been in a, in rough situations, you know, since I got out and I just pray or whatnot. And I was an honor to do something like that. I run to just stay healthy and it helps a lot of my PTSD. It, it drains me, you know? That is awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I super love this, that you guys kind of, that you have buddies too that do it as well because it keeps it going. Combat deployments, you know, like they pretty much suck the soul out of you sometimes, you know, some, you know, in a way they, they, they drain you out, you know? So once you get back, it's like, you gotta, you gotta find what, what your stress reliever is, you know, and, and just run with it. And I think that, um, you know, being part of a Semper Fi fund and or whatnot is just uh, it's just something that that always keeps us going. I could definitely say running has has saved my life. You know, running has has done so much for me. I've definitely like people say I hate running. I understand that. I I, I could see how how people hate running. But once you get past the first mile and your lungs open up or the first two miles, then it's just it's just running. And I gotta tell you, I mean, I've made so many of my life decisions. On a long run, you know, I just zone out. I'll go on a long run, let's say during a marathon, and I'll come home, and then I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sign up for school now, or I, you know, I was thinking about it during my run or whatever, and that's how that's how um a few years ago in 2014, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go for my master's. So, you know, during a long run, and I decided, you know, I, you you think about so much. At least I do during my long runs that, you know, I I start thinking about things and life in general and you know especially when i do runs that actually like matter like mcm i mean you know like you see your whole life in 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 four hours or whatever and you know you just start thinking about things you could do different and it's always positive things you know positive goals that you could set for yourself and you know little milestones that you could reach here and there so oh for sure that's running for you (laughs) <laughs> yeah well I, and i know you had mentioned too that you feel like it's really helped with like ptsd is that something that you've just kind of realized or have you worked with like a therapist or anyone that is like this can really help like how did you realize that you know growing up my growing up my dad was uh my dad was a runner and i mean he would he would just go on runs and i would go with them and he always you know he always told me even when i forgot out out of the service said, you know, running is, you know, running or just going to the gym, working out, it's good for your mind. It just relaxes you. And, you know, it, it always stuck with me. And I knew in order for me to lose the weight that I needed to lose and to get, uh, dig myself out of a little hole that I was in, I had to, I had to dedicate myself. And, and PTSD is there, but I, I definitely, I definitely know that running helps it out. You know, and I always tell anybody like, Hey, you know, I'm, I see a lot of, you know, sometimes I see my buddies down and, you know, they're, they're, they're where I used to be and, you know, dug themselves a hole and can't get out. And I'm just like, man, just, you know, sometimes going to the gym, going on a walk, going on a run, set some little goals for yourself, fitness goals, and, and it just helps out. It, you know, you'd be amazed how, how much, you know, uh, I don't know, 15 minutes of running, 20 minutes of running you know, could, could take you, how far that could take you in, in the long run. So it definitely has helped out my PTSD and, and other issues, you know. I always say it's like the ocean. I'm like you, and every time you get on a boat, like you've got to respect the ocean. And I'm like, it's the same thing with the marathon. Like no matter how many times you've done it, like 
you have to respect it because you don't know what's going to happen out there. You don't know the weather. You don't know how your body, you know, good day, bad day. It's like you have to take it seriously and do the work if you're going to sign up for, you know, 26.2 miles. Exactly. And one of the things is that a lot of people don't understand, you know, especially like people that are not runners and some runners or whatnot. It's not just going out there and running 26 miles. You're not getting a medal for running those 26 miles. You're getting a medal for those 200 miles that you had to run during training, you know, like, or whatever it was, you know, like, you're you're earning that medal for, for the whole, you know, two months or mm-hmm. or 16 weeks that you were training or whatever or whatnot, you know, that's that's what you're earning that medal for, not just for that one day. I tell my running buddies, race day is the easy day. You know, all the hard work is done already. If you train properly, race day is the easy day. Race day is like, you go and run and get your medals. Like, it's the days before where you miss time with your family and, you know, you have to wake up an hour before you usually get up to get on the treadmill or I sacrifice every single lunch just to get four miles done. I split a lot of my runs. I know a lot of people don't like it, but today I had a seven mile run and I just said, okay, I could only run six at lunchtime. And then I ran one after work. My long runs, I will not split. But, you know, if I have an eight mile, then I might run two in the morning and run six later on at lunchtime or whatnot. But when it gets to like over 10 miles, then I don't split them. I'll I'll run 12 miles. I'll run 14, 16, 18, whatever it'd be. Whatever works. I mean, I feel like people always ask, when's the best time to run? Like, should I run in the morning? Should I run at night? Or what's the best thing to do? And I'm like, whenever you'll do it. Like, because everyone's schedule is different, you know? And it's like, you got to make it work. It's it's definitely, I think it's different for everybody. So do you feel like at this point, you are kind of in a maintenance place in terms of therapy like are you still i know because you mentioned going to therapy in the past um do you still go or do you feel like for the most part you're kind of balanced with everything um i still go i still go to the va i have my therapist um she's great i I still go and um you know I'll, i'll have i'll have a good talk with her and you know it's more like a like a little chit chat and let her know how I'm doing. And um, I actually, I'm looking into different groups, vet groups, just to go and, you know, socialize and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, my exercise or running or what or whatnot does, I want to say 90% of the work. Mm-hmm. Um, the other 10% is when I go see my therapist, that's like once a month. I, I think that I'm in a good position right now, in a very good position to just say that, you know, that I'm, I'm doing okay. You know, I'm I'm keeping myself mentally healthy or whatnot, and I'm, uh, it does help that I'm always around like other military service members. So um, it just happens to be that you know a lot of the guys that I run with are you know Marines, Army, and other branches or whatever the military. So it's it's always good to to stay with the you know with the group like that because you always have things in common. You know, I mean different different issues that sometimes they don't want to tell, you know, your regular civilian, you know, we could open up with, with another, another military service member, which might still be in, or, you know, might have gotten out when you got out or, you know, I meet a lot of these service members that when I go to mostly MCM and, and, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the guys that are in uh, team Semper Fi, a lot of them have prosthetics. You know, a lot of them are missing one leg, two legs, limbs or whatnot, an arm. I mean, 
and you see these guys, uh, these, these guys, uh, you know, going out there and just kicking butt. And I, I feel like you have such a great perspective on it because you've been so close to tragedy, you know? So you've kind of seen these, like, you, you've lost friends. I know you had mentioned, you know, seeing people that have prosthetics and stuff, and it kind of keeps it in perspective on some level when you're running a marathon and it hurts. It's just reality, you know? It's just, it's just, um, it's just reality. And one thing that I always tell people is, is I already know the pain. I know, I know the, you know, I know that, um, most of it is mental because the physical pain, I already know it. Like, you know, there's something called muscle memory and my body already knows the pain of running a fool. So I already know that I'm going to finish, you know, it's just the mental. You, you learn the little tricks, you know? So now I know to take Emodio D before I go on a run, on a long run, you know, like little things, salt tabs. I mean, just little things that could help me on the run. Like, I think I've gotten down pretty good. I guess it's just everybody has to know their individual body, you know, that they got to know themselves and, you know, how far they could push themselves and how their body's going to react. Because, you know, after a while, your body starts doing different things that just you cannot control in the long run, you know, like, you know, if you need to go to the restroom, you need to go now. Or, yes. Yeah. It's you know, just there, you need you, to know yourself. I think that's yeah. like the best way to put it. So, so then, though, it, when you're at um, Marine Corps, you're out of town, what do you eat like the night before the race or the mo- the morning of the race? How do you kind of fuel up since you're not well, at home? Let me explain to you, Marine Corps. Marine Corps is a little rough one for me it, you know, because I'm not only there to run the race, but I have buddies. I have, I have you, you've done it before. Yeah. Okay. So I have buddies that are buried at Arlington. So which is where the race ends pretty much. So usually I'll get there on Friday and then um we'll hang out or whatnot. Uh we used to la- the last few years we went to go eat dinner at the Commandant's house, which is the main head guy of of the Marine Corps. So some vets will go to his house. Last year I went, the year before I went. This year I think I don't think we're going. But um Saturday is uh we don't uh the Semper Fi fund does not does not uh require the the athletes to go to or so many of us they don't require us to um to go to the fitness expo so they bring all the stuff to our hotel and then we have oh, like a little that is awesome a little mini um like pick up your bib and gear and stuff there so it's, it's just way easier so we'll pick up our all our stuff there and gear and bib and or whatnot that's early Saturday so usually what I do on after that is you know i'm only there for the weekend so we kind of got to take advantage of the time that we got so we go sightseeing and one of the places that i go every year is arlington so what i do is i have three i have three marine buddies that you know close buddies that that i deploy with that are buried there so i usually take um a six pack of coronas and i drink three and they'll, you know, I'll drink one with each and then I'll, I'll leave one there for them. So after that, I start pounding water. This is early in the morning. So this is like, I don't know, maybe 11, 10, 11, whatever. And then I just start pounding water the rest of the day, um, sightseeing. And then around six o'clock, Semper Fun has a big, uh, pasta dinner. So we all go to the pasta dinner and, 
Uh, I don't do the big portions. I don't overdo my eating. I just, I just eat a normal portion. Like if I would eat pasta at home, you know, I, you know, the Marine Corps marathon is just meaningful. So, I mean, once I hit that 12 mile, you know, some, you know, I got some buddies that, uh, some, sometimes are, you know, their pictures are on that 12 on the blue mile or whatever. So I'll stop there for a minute, you know, hang out and take some pictures there of my friends or whatnot. And, you know, then carry on after that. I mean, all of this is so awesome because it is, I've run it and it's super emotional for someone that isn't even, you know, doesn't even know, doesn't even have their own personal story with it. It is so like motivating and emotional. It's it's a really powerful race. Yeah, it, 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 it definitely is, you know, and it's so motivating. It's so patriotic, you know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's just great. If I could explain it, it's just, it's great. It's, it's, it's one thing that I have told myself, like, I'm going to do this race as long as I can, because, you know, this race, I do it for my buddies that, that, you know, that, are, that have passed away. I do it for my buddies that, that are at Arlington, you know, I, um, I keep, I keep in contact with, uh, with one of, uh, one of my buddies' family. He's, he's from Michigan, Staff Sergeant Bell, and, I keep I keep uh in contact with uh with his sisters and mom and stuff and dad and you know and you know I I see I see the pain that Gold Star families go through, you know. It's it's rough. It's really rough, you know? Like that could have been my mom and my dad, you mm-hmm. know, and my and my little sister when I like that could that, that could have been them, that could have been my wife and and my oldest, you know, and my second was born when I was deployed, my second deployment, so I wasn't even here for her birth. You know, you give up so much and, you know, this, everything goes through your head during this race, during, during any race. But I think this race is just, MCM is just, it's like the Super Bowl of, of my marathons. You know what I mean? Well, then before you go, I do have to ask you then, what is your um, victory lap? What is your number one post long run, post race meal that you normally go for? Post, post long runs? I gotta say, um, I'll fi- I'll find something that I'm craving, you know. So I like, you know, it's it's it, it depends. Every race is different. A lot of the races, you know, have like beer gardens, so you'll find me there for the next hour, hanging out and just stretching out and having a beer. But um, most of the time, uh, we find like a BJ's or like a. Once in a while, like your typical chilies, Applebee's, but most of the time it's just we'll find a BJ's and I like to have some good, you know, some decent pizza. Mm-hmm. So. Do you get the pizookie too? We do. We 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 do. We, we usually get one though, but we'll share it as a family because if not, I'll get sick. Mm-hmm. I know because you can't stop. They're so good. <laughs> well, where then can we um follow you? Are you on social media or what is your contact information? I'm on Instagram. So my Instagram is USMC and then one and then the word shot. So USMC one S H O T. It's private, but um anybody that wants to follow me for running purposes and stuff like that, um, you know, including yourself or whatnot, I mean and I'm always trying to help people out. So people sometimes once in a while, they'll hit me up for little tips or whatnot. And 
I ain't the best running runner or whatnot, but I think I got it down, t- you know, a little bit. And, you know, if I could help somebody out and share my story and, you know, let them know what I do, you know, before a race, after a race, during a race, or, you know, to include, um, I'll go all running with people sometimes that need the help or they just need somebody to, you know, go on a long run. Then mm-hmm. I'm always willing to, to go on a run with somebody and, and help them out. So thank you so much, Juan. Thank you for your service. And thank you for talking with me for the podcast today. I really appreciate it. If you want some more information or if you want to see pictures of Juan, he sent me a ton of awesome pictures. Check out the show notes and I will have them all there. It is at runitrepeat.com. And now it's time for the awards. Today's awards are in honor of Juan in keeping with the theme of the show. And first place goes to the Semper Fi Fund. Juan speaks super highly of it. And if you want more information on it, if it's potentially something that could help you or you want to donate to or help in any way, check out the SemperFiFund.org or there's a link to it in the show notes. Second place goes to the Crisis Text Line. Crisis Text Line serves anyone in any type of crisis with free 24-hour support from anywhere in the U.S. All you have to do is text this line. You text HOME to 741-741 and a trained crisis counselor will respond to you and help you. And my last third place, this isn't third, it's not last, it's my last award for today, but it is third place. And that goes to a bunch of random links on Run It Repeat for support groups. Um, First and foremost, if you have health insurance and need some sort of professional help, I would suggest finding a therapist or some sort of psychiatrist or counselor that is covered by your insurance. If that's not an option for whatever reason, there are a lot of free services, including support groups that you can get help from. But if you do need help in any way, please, please, please find a friend. You can message me. You can reach out to someone. Just let someone know that you need help because you are awesome and we love you. And the Runny Repeat podcast listeners and just like team RER, I feel like you guys have been so awesome and supportive for me always. And I just, it really means a lot to me that I feel like I have all of these little friends on the internet and on social media and listening right now. Please take care of yourself. Make your physical and mental health a priority. And that's all I'm going to say. You can check out the show notes for more information and If you have some time, please rate this podcast because I don't know why they tell me that it's very important that you guys do this. So that's why I keep asking and I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good run. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.